0: Welcome to the Everathlete Podcast, where we discuss performance in life and sport. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Smith, and I'm a coach to elite athletes, CEOs, and everyday humans. In this show, we discuss performance training, longevity, and stories for personal growth. Before we dive into the show today, I want to remind you of the important role that you play in the success and growth of this show. If you enjoy the content that we're bringing through these episodes, please subscribe to the show, share it with your friends, and if you can, leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the topic of self-doubt and how to move forward in the moments when you feel like you can't. And we've had three guests on the podcast so far, Kristen Mayer, Sam Hughes, and Don Tran. If you haven't gone back and listened to those episodes, make sure that you go check those out. But after doing those interviews, I sat down after each one and thought about, you know, what we talked about and the lessons that I pulled from each person. And, you know, honestly, this podcast is very much so about the Ever Athlete community, but, uh, In parallel with that, I'm using this podcast as a way for me to learn, not only about other people, but also myself. And one of the big lessons that I learned from those three guests and one of the main themes that we talked about in those interviews were moments of self-doubt. Each one of them had gone through their own moment of self-doubt, and it was so interesting to hear how they navigated their way through it. And in preparation for this show, I wrote out a few of the lessons that I learned from those conversations. And the first one is to start where you are and put your blinders on. And this came from the conversation with Kristen Mayer, where she talks about how she started Betty Designs. And if you didn't listen to the episode, she started Betty Designs when she was 42 years old. She was fresh off a divorce. She was in a really low point in her life. She was a single mother trying to figure out how she was going to make enough money to support not only herself, but her child. And at the time, she was a freelance designer for other companies. And she sat down with a friend named Matt, who ultimately became her husband. And Matt asked her point blank at lunch, he said, why don't you start your own brand? I mean, it seems like you have all the ability that you need to design. Why don't you start your own thing? And her response was, I can't start my own business. I don't know what to do. And I can't compete with Nike. And I loved that she came out and said that in the interview because it is just such a great depiction of the voice that, I don't know if it's inside of you, but it's definitely inside of me, that just puts the brakes on any big idea or dream that I have. And as they explored that more during their conversation, Matt asked her these very simple questions. He started to break it down. He said, well, do you know how to design? Yes, I know how to design. Do you know someone that could create jerseys for you? Yes, I know where I could get jerseys made. And they went down this list of questions and it ultimately led to her creating her own jerseys. She made a small batch. She took those out to the Ironman World Championships and she walked around. And within five minutes, she had someone asking her, where her jersey was from, who designed it, and if they could order a bunch of jerseys. So she ends up selling out all the jerseys and that was effectively the start of Betty Designs. But I think the real lesson is within that conversation at lunch with Matt where they break down these very small action items that start with the skills that she has and the resources that she has and they move from there. And additionally, it's removing that expectation that you have to compete with Nike right off the bat. It's that expectation that you have to be at the same level or same uh, work capacity as a world champion right off the bat. It's just such an unrealistic and unfair expectation to put on yourself when you're just starting something out or you're working on a new skill or whatever it is. You don't want to put Those parameters on yourself because that will ultimately stop you from making any sort of progress and probably stopping altogether uh, if you do that. So, you know, that was the big lesson from that conversation that I took away is in those moments of self doubt, start where you are, put your blinders on, and get to work with the resources that you have. The second lesson is that the confidence is in the process. And this came from the conversation that we have with Don Tran. And Don is, a former Marine Raider. He spent 12 years in special operations in the Marines. And we talk a lot about his experiences in the military. And at one point in the conversation, I asked him what experiences he's taken from his life in the military that are contributing to his life as an entrepreneur now. And one of the main lessons that he talked about was being self-sufficient and self-reliant. So one of the main lessons that he learned during his training in special operations, which was different Than the training that he had when he was in infantry is that when you're in infantry, you're always going into situations as a group and you always have backup. But when you're in special operations, you're often going in alone and you are your own backup plan. And so one of the lessons that he pulled from those experiences into the business world is that he needs to have processes in place that give him the confidence to move forward regardless of the task at hand. And this was shown from another part of our conversation where he talks about the water training within his special operations assessment period. So when he went into the Marine Raiders, they go through this three-week assessment period and they do this incredibly difficult water training. And when Don started in special operations, he was pretty fearful of the water. He just didn't have a lot of water confidence. And the way that he developed water confidence was essentially through working through the program that ultimately became deep end fitness, which is a water training program and a way to develop confidence in the water. But long before they ever started that as a business, that's what he was using to develop confidence in the water. So that when he went into these extreme situations during the assessment period, he had full confidence that he could make it through the assessments. And he talks about these bus rides on the way to the water testing and these bus rides, he said, were the quietest bus rides that he had ever been in. And they had all these guys who were training to be in special operations in the Marines who were terrified of the situation that they were going into because they had not prepared properly. And Don and his partner Prime, he talks about them feeling ultimate confidence And a lot of comfort going into those situations because of the training that they had done and because of the process that they had voluntarily outside of their their own uh, obligations in training within the military, they had gone through a voluntary process on their own to prepare themselves for the water. And I think that that's just a great example of the fact that there is no comfort or confidence like when you know that you've done the work. The confidence is built through that process of doing the work. And if I just connect the two dots of Kristen and Dawn, it's that Kristen felt like she couldn't do the work because she had magnified it in this way in her mind to be greater than what it was. And what the work was were these small little steps that you take over and over and over. It's starting where you are and moving forward on a daily basis, showing up as your best self, whatever that means on that day and whatever the task is at hand and executing. And if you think about those two guests, the common denominator for both of them are these deep valleys of self-doubt. Don felt a lack of confidence in the water. Kristen felt a lack of confidence moving forward and starting her own business. And it's what they did within those valleys that ultimately led them to success. All right, the next lesson is to enjoy the process and ultimately the journey. And this came from the conversation that we had with Sam Hughes. And in that conversation, he and I dove into the race that he had just completed. He finished top 10 at the Miwok 100K. And we talk a lot about the race. And in that conversation, he describes the the difficulty that he had in the first 20 to 30 miles of the race, where he had come into the race feeling a little bit anxious, a little bit nervous, partially due to a glute injury that he experienced a couple of weeks prior to the race. Um, and throughout that first half of the race, he was really struggling mentally, even though he was actually performing really well. And that was until he got to this aid station and there was a guy at the aid station who said, Hey man, you're looking really good. Came in at a good time. Nice work. And that small little comment flipped a switch in Sam's mind. And for the rest of the race, he 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 describes, you know, having this internal conversation switch to this vantage point of gratitude where he says to himself, this is what you've been working for. You need to enjoy this. Enjoy this day. Enjoy this race. And And he goes on and he finishes the race and has a killer day and we talk all about the experience that he had crossing the finish line, go back and listen to that if you haven't already. But one of the things that I think was so important to take away from that conversation is the fear of failure and the consideration of all of the possibilities that could go wrong deprives you of the joy and gratitude that's needed to keep going forward. And I think that oftentimes for those of us that take on hard challenges, it can feel as though if we express joy and gratitude and take in those moments where we just feel lucky to be able to do what we're doing, it's like taking our foot off the gas and we won't be able to achieve the things that we want. But the reality is a lot of times that can shift our vantage point in a way that allows us to push even harder. And the cool thing about Sam is that he truly did that. I mean, he crushed the back half of that race. And I think that it was largely driven from that positive shift in mindset. And I'm just so appreciative of him sharing that on the podcast because I know that for myself, when I've gone through difficult things in the past, I've been very resistant to look around and really be grateful. And I get so pigeonholed into doing the things that I have to do to make sure that I don't fail. And and it's really driven out of this deep-seated fear of failure this deep-seated fear of vulnerability and, and a fear of shortcoming. And the reality is if you are gripped by that so deeply that you can't enjoy the moment and can't enjoy the ride that you're on, the ride that you're on is probably not worth it in the first place. And so I encourage everyone who's listening to this, whether you're in business or whether you're an athlete or whatever you're doing, whatever challenge you're taking on, make sure that you allow yourself to enjoy the journey and be grateful for the opportunity. All right. The last lesson is to be cool and encourage others. And I took this from the discussion with Sam. And, you know, like I said before, Sam was at that aid station and he had that external validation that one guy at the aid station who just made that side comment who probably didn't even realize or think about what he was saying probably didn't remember it at all but that was a catalyst for a big shift in Sam's mindset and the big takeaway for me is one you never know what other people are going through this is just a fact No matter what they say about how they're doing or how they look or whatever it is, you never know what people are going through, whether it's in a race or in daily life. And so living by the rule of being cool and encouraging people is just a good one to follow because you never know what the impact that you can have really is. I mean, those small comments, and I've I've had a handful of experiences like this in my own life where it's, you know, I'll have an interaction with someone who I have no relationship with at all, whether it's a barista at a coffee shop or someone on a trail where they say something, make a, a really quick side comment that totally shifts the way that I'm thinking about whatever situation it is that I'm wrestling in my own mind. And I think that Not only is that an important thing to take away, but when we think about how to derive confidence, how to build confidence with ourselves, I think oftentimes we forget the fact that the way that we treat other people ultimately delivers confidence within us. And so I think that those small little moments where we just treat people well, ultimately gives us the confidence within ourselves to take on hard things. And it's this really strange thing. But the nicer that we are, the kinder that we can treat people, I think that ultimately it creates this relationship with ourselves that opens the door to kindness and understanding within ourselves, which I think is very important for taking on challenging things and actually navigating the troubleshooting process of making progress ultimately. And I don't know. I don't have any studies that show this, but I do think that being kind to people, being cool, saying nice things, being respectful is not only a showing of respect for other people, but also respect for yourself. And in order to take on hard things, you've got to respect yourself and ultimately build that trust within yourself. So that's it. Those are the lessons that I learned from our first few guests and... I just want to finish things off by saying I'm really grateful for this podcast. I'm super grateful, not only for the guests that are coming on, but also to be connected with all of you. And I'm excited to keep going. Thanks for joining me on this episode, and I'll catch you next time.